When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Oh, you guys, we made it over the hump. It is Thursday on the Colleen Woo! and Bradley show. On my talk 107.1, I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Yes. Oh, Holly, I got real animated. Um... This morning, when I was confronted with a cavalcade of stories about Britney Spears and specifically some things that we kind of knew about her relationship with her father, but are being confirmed for us right now. Um, And I just I found myself in a place again. I find myself in this place very often these days when it comes to Britney Spears of just feeling like we have done her wrong. Mm. The world has done her wrong. Sure. Yeah, we've been having conversations back and forth. And I say, we, the royal we, yeah. as pop culture at large, yep. been having conversations about how we treat celebrities like Britney Spears and a lot of other celebrities too, but yes. focusing specifically on Britney. Yeah, in this moment, especially because we are... Definitely entering into a conversation about the dissolution of the conservatorship um, that she's been under for now over a decade. Wow. 13 years. Yeah, it's been a it's been a hot minute, as they say. But um, OK, sorry, I, I I just did something I wasn't supposed to do. Hold on. Um, okay. But I wanted to start with this. Do you remember in 2019 when her sons had a run in with. Jamie Spears, her father. Yes. Um, and I, it specifically was one of her sons that uh, we heard rumblings about an interaction that was less than desirable that resulted in a call to the cops. Brittany was involved. Kevin Federline was involved. And we heard that there was like a there was some sort of physical altercation, etc. Mm-hmm. Well, now we are getting. Um, now we are getting actual confirmation that in 2019, when that happened, the court issued a multi-year domestic violence restraining order against Jamie Spears, which required him to stay away from his own grandchildren. Wow. Yeah. I remember inklings, rumblings of that court ruling and that Kevin Federline and Sean Preston was the name of the son that was there. They, yes. I mean, they, there were some serious allegations and that were backed up by the court. Yes. And what I wanted to say about that is um, that 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 uh, domestic violence. Uh, um, what is that called? Sorry. The domestic violence restraining order included Kevin Federline, mm. which is also interesting. That, right. In that order that Jamie Spears was also ordered to stay, stay away, away from, from Kevin, Kevin Federline. Well, that's fascinating. Right. So both the sons and Kevin Federline and all of that sort of, you know, again, it's not a surprise. But what we have is now confirmation that in August of 2019, there actually was a restraining order that was a result of that altercation that we'd heard about in the news. The thing that I find really interesting is um 
Brittany, I there have been a lot of calls to the cops, altercations, things that have happened at Britney Spears' house that we've gotten like half of the story of, mm-hmm. right? Like I think about the fire in her gym. Do you oh, remember that gosh, story? Yes, that's right. Where we heard it was set by unattended candles. I always feel like there's got to be more to that story. Well, and Britney Spears was doing that thing on her Instagram at the time of that happened, where she was doing over explaining. Yes. About what happened yes. in her gym to the point where it caused you to ask more questions. Then there was the thing that happened earlier this summer when the cops were called to Britney Spears' house because of an altercation with her housekeeper. Right. And the about, dogs. And the dogs. Yes. So I I feel like we've got like little half stories about a lot of stuff. And some of it will maybe be, maybe start trickling out in one way or another at some point. Um, but 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 we are starting to see a clearer picture, at least of how Jamie Spears fi- factors into the whole experience. So Jamie Spears is the conservator of her finances. Yes. So just to kind of bring it all uh, back into focus, the conservatorship that's set up for Britney Spears has two arms. There is a conservator of her person, meaning her day to day operations, her Decisions about herself and her own, like how she's living her life. There's a conservator of that, and that is Jody Montgomery. And then there is the conservator of her finances, and that's Jamie Spears. Yeah. Well, that is incredibly problematic. And we touched on this a little bit yesterday, but that is specifically problematic as we're talking about the prenup arrangement that uh, that they are having to go forward with in the engagement between her and Sam Asgari. As they prepare for a marriage... Jamie Spears would be very much involved in a conversation as her conservator of her finances. He would have to sign off on because the conservatorship still stands. Yes. He would have to sign off on that prenuptial agreement because he is the one that is in charge of her finances. Well, they're desperately trying to get him out of the way because as you know, he filed, he filed paperwork to dissolve his part of the conservatorship, meaning like to, for him to step away from the conservatorship, not to dissolve the conservatorship at large, but for him to step away from it. That is a process. Yeah. Um, that also was a pivot for him because at first he was saying, when the time is right, then I'll move away. Well, then something happened and we don't know exactly what it was that pushed him to go, okay, now's the time. Mm-hmm. Well, there are experts that are saying that could happen as soon as the 29th of September, which is interesting because that lines up with the release of Britney versus Spears, yes. da, 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 da. the Netflix documentary, which we're going to talk a little bit more about later uh, in the show. But I do think timing is, there is no question that the timing matters. And I think we should definitely be holding all of that together. But experts are saying that that could that he could be officially stepping away from that conservatorship position by the 29th of September, which is very soon. That's next week. That is next week. (laughs) Um, I also wanted to just add this little thing that was buried in this story in Us magazine about that prenuptial agreement. I had not known this and I wanted to know, Holly, if this sounded familiar to you at all. Apparently, according to a legal expert named Mina Serkin, uh, who is not part of Britney's conservatorship, but she's a legal expert, so she knows some stuff. She says that no matter what the status is of Britney's conservatorship, Britney could legally wed whenever she wants. She says, and I quote, Britney is allowed to marry under a conservatorship unless the judge determines she does not have enough capacity to do so. 
if they do get married, there will be a long process of forming a prenuptial agreement first. So again, that has to go through the conservatorship because the conservatorship still exists. But I found that to be really interesting because I think we've always been under the impression that they would not allow her to get married. Mm -hmm. Well, somebody might not allow Britney Spears to get married, but I think that in the understanding from that legal expert, it's not the people who we thought would be responsible for that. Right. It wouldn't be the Jody Montgomery's. It wouldn't be the Jamie Spears, but it would actually be the judge ruling this case or, or over the conservatorship. I mean, there's a lot of legal details that are fascinating because I, I will right? say I am not an expert in any way, shape, or form about the legal constructs of conservatorships. Shocker! I know! Right? None of it, us have actually been to law school. No, I've watched maybe like three episodes of L.A. Law back in the day with Corbin Bernson. That's but pretty that, good. That, that's, about, that's about it. Mm-hmm. So that's really fascinating. And, and the way that this is constructed, I think, Colleen, you brought up a good point about Jamie Spears Stepping away from his role in the conservatorship, it doesn't mean that the conservatorship is going to be dissolved. It just means that he's going to be out of it. Yeah. Doesn't mean that it's still not going to be in place. And I don't know what they're talking about behind the scenes on how that's going to look. Well, and all of this has made me kind of has reignited this anger that I have around the conservatorship because you start to really see how much more damage it has done than good for her. Yeah. Specifically because of her father. Right. Her father's relationship with her sons, with her ex-husband, Kevin Federline, the fact that he is so intimately involved in her finances and he is gaining as a result of that, meaning she's been pushed to work all the way through this conservatorship. She has been on stage busting her butt with her, um, her residency in Las Vegas Etc. all to make more money and he's reaping the benefits yeah and she is not and what's so mind-numbingly frustrating about this conservatorship is it was set up under the guise of caring for her but it has done the exact opposite right right and i think that that's the story that's going to be explored in depth in Britney versus Spears. Yeah. Watching the full trailer, if you haven't watched it, it's on mytalk1071.com. Go and watch it because it is setting up this narrative that Britney Spears in the teaser trailer for the trailer left a voicemail in 2009 asking an attorney about when is this conservatorship going to be dissolved? I'm paraphrasing. Uh-huh. That's a year after that started. Yeah. And it's been 12 years since that voicemail was delivered. Almost 13 years because yeah. we're almost in 2022. So Wow, that happened fast. Yeah, wow, that happened fast. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to be looking at that story more in depth than they lay it out in the trailer, pointing out, Colleen, exactly what you pointed out. Britney Spears has been a workhorse yes. this past decade. Yes. She has been doing residencies. She's been doing tours. She's been recording albums. She's been doing endorsements. She's been doing all of these things. Who is making the money? Jamie Spears. Yeah, and, and others. others in the conservatorship. Yes. Then here, then here comes my final question that we will not have an answer to, and I know that, but I do think we need to continue to ask the question as we're considering the purpose of conservatorships in this, in this particular instance. How was the court not making different choices? How was the court protecting Britney? Because that was their job. The court's job, the judge's job was to protect Britney from the conservatorship. So how was this allowed to happen for this long?
We're just going to sit on that. I think we need to because yeah. I don't know that we have an answer and I don't know that the documentary is going to either. I think that it, that is a question, Colleen, that is so much larger than just Britney Spears right. and that Britney Spears' story hopefully is shedding a light on larger questions like that about constructs of conservatorships in general because yeah. Britney Spears is not the only person who has been in a conservatorship there are stories out there that we can have a larger conversation about. Yes. But not right now. Nope, not now. Because right now we need to skedaddle because Holly is going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert after this on My Talk 1071. The one and only Holly Roberts is here. She is here. And she's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Holly. You know what? Just like our favorite celebrities, sometimes I get thirsty. And I'm parched for attention to tell you about all the celeb- celebrity hot gossip here. Where are we going to start? Lay it on me. I'm going to lay it on you. Hey, guess what? Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are in New York City. Yes. New welcome York. to New York City. New York City. Get a rope. Get you a know, rope. can I just say, I think I saw that headline today and I was like, okay, but they live in the USA now. So, like, do we have to keep track of their comings and goings but i know we do because there's a reason that they're there yes because the duke and duchess of sussex are in new york city ahead of their appearance at the global citizens live concert in central park on saturday so that's an organization that they've worked for in the past getting the word out about vaccines and so uh page six reporting that they're staying at princess diana's favorite new york city hotel the carlisle that's lovely yes and they uh made an early visit this morning to one world trade center and they met with bill de blasio the governor of uh new york kathy hochel and uh they were, you know, taking in the the, the sites and having conversations as they do because that's who they are. They you know, are I public do have, conversation havers. I wonder if they're going to do one of those double decker tours on like a bus. You know, they're yeah. seeing the sights. Yeah, are they going to take the Staten Island ferry? Yeah, I mean that is the best free ride in New York City. Also, I find the Central Park Zoo to be lovely. Yeah, I just am thinking if they're looking for some touristy things to do, I've got plans for Yeah, them. are they going to have one of those papaya hot dogs? Are mm. they going to have a slice? I mean, are right? they going to be doing There's so many it? things you can do in New York. Yeah, are they going to dress in sailor suits and dance around like Gene Kelly in Rockefeller Center? I don't I, think people really did that. I mean, Gene Kelly did. Sorry. What? I'm sorry, Holly. I All hate right. to burst your bubble. Well, great. I'm going to take that really sad information, <laughs> and I'm going to move on to an actually a legitimately sad story that's making headlines this afternoon. Supermodel Linda Evangelista. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
Costa is suing over a cosmetic procedure gone wrong. Oof. Okay, this actually, this makes me, this, whenever you hear about a celebrity who had a cosmetic procedure gone wrong, it is alarming because you know that they find the most high quality doctors yeah. to do these procedures. Yes, and Linda Evangelista, famously in the early 90s, yeah. she said that she and supermodel Christy Turlington would not get out of bed for less than $10,000 I love that. And you know what? Yeah, she was a for sure um, a supermodel. Yeah, so Linda Evangelista went to Instagram yesterday and she posted... To her followers, she said, who have wondered why I haven't been working while my peers' career have been thriving. She says, quote, the reason is I was brutally disfigured by cool sculpting procedure, which did the opposite of what it promised. So she claims that the treatment that she received increased, not decreased her fat cells and left her permanently deformed even after undergoing two painful, unsuccessful cosmetic surgeries. So she adds that she's been described as unrecognizable and she's like, yeah, because I have been really harmed and disfigured by this procedure. Now, interestingly, do we know where on her body she had this procedure. You know, I don't know exactly where she had the procedure because I'm just curious when she mm -hmm. says, when people say she's unrecognizable, do they mean in the face? Well, or do they mean in general? I think that they're saying that she's quote unquote unrecognizable because she doesn't look like the supermodel mm-hmm. quote unquote that she did in the early nineties. She still looks like Linda Evangelista. She's still yeah. beautiful yeah. and stunning. It's just that she doesn't look like she did before the procedure. Right. And so I would not characterize it necessarily as unrecognizable. But what's interesting is that you know, you see the comments on Linda Evangelista's Instagram account and you know, she's getting a lot of support and, you know, her colleagues, her uh, fellow supermodels from that time, definitely giving her a lot of support. And it seems like they kind of knew what was going on, yeah. you know, but it's not their story to say. Sure. And so it is Linda Evangelista's story to share well, and she's doing. I am sure that there are a lot of people who are grateful to her for sharing that story. Um, because whenever somebody shares a story about something that has happened to them, it you can bet your bottom dollar there are other people who have experienced something similar and are going to find comfort in that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But super unfortunate, nevertheless. Yeah. So we'll see how the lawsuit moves forward and uh, we will move on from that. Hey, yeah. Kelly Clarkson has just released a Christmas song in case you just don't want to have a fall and oh you want to get right to the holiday guys, season. It's September. <laughs> it doesn't matter, Colleen. It doesn't matter. So okay. Kelly Clarkson has a new song out this afternoon. It's called Christmas Isn't Canceled Just You. Okay. So this is part of Kelly Clarkson's larger holiday album, When Christmas Comes Around. That's coming out October 15th. You know, it's just, it's like, it's the holiday creep. I haven't noticed it Mm -hmm. in your local big box store yet because they're full on Halloween and full into the spooky season. But you know that Santa. I know, but you know He's got his elves. It's so true. Creeping in. Yeah. I always say though, like, can we have fall, please? Can we just, because it is my favorite season. I just want, can we just live in this moment, please? Live in the now, man. Live in the now. Like, there will be time. There will be time for carols and fat men in red suits and little elves and, cob- you know, cobblers cobbling and all of that fun stuff. 
There will be time. Look, if it was up to me, we would designate the holiday season would start on an official day and it would end on an official day. I agree. And the days in between would be filled with holiday spectacular like you've never seen before. This is because this is how I feel very strongly about that, Holly, because I feel like we really should funnel all of our joy and merrymaking into a shorter period of time to make it more exciting. Yes. When you extend it, it just becomes, by the time Christmas rolls around, you're so over it. Yeah, well, holiday malaise. Yes. I want my Christmas cookies. We can start it. I don't know. We get like two weeks of holiday spectacular. It need, well, to me, it needs to start after Thanksgiving. Like, we need to give well, you Thanksgiving. You even want more than me. Oh, no, I need I need at least things. We my problem is it's been creeping before Thanksgiving and we need to like have our moment of turkey and then let it settle and digest for at least a week. And then we can get on to our, you know, our eggnogs. You know, that's a fair compromise because I was going to be maybe like five days before like Oh, wow, that. you were really shortening it. No, up. I, I really want it short. Okay. I want hot two weeks of holiday spectacular, cram it all in. Yep. You know, it can be adjusted varyingly because I know, you know, like Hanukkah and other things, mm-hmm. they, they vary day to day. We can adjust the calendar. Sure. But it can be the two week holiday spectacular. You're like shooting sugar cookies out of a cannon. Yes. You know, there is tinsel for days, but that's be careful. Don't find it in your cat poop, mm-hmm. okay? Oh, that's bad. Yeah, that's bad. Mm-mm. But just concentrate it so we can really savor the season. I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm with you. Thank you for that soapbox moment. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Netflix. We will be running on that platform. That's right. Netflix has officially announced that Tiger King 2 will premiere later this year, promising to bring more madness and mayhem. Great. Those people need more attention. No, they don't. I know. That was I was being sarcastic. No, they already have that. They already have that. They have that. And don't want that. Now, Netflix released a tweet today. Saying that Tiger King is coming back this year. Yes, season two promises just as much mayhem and madness as season one. Look, I don't want this. I feel like we've moved on. We were in a vulnerable place when Tiger King debuted a year and a half ago. Okay, so we didn't know what we were entering into. When Tiger King debuted, we thought we were having a two-week break from life. Yeah. So we were like, well, this Tiger King thing seems neat. And we all did it. And then the world really went to you know what. And I don't feel like we need to continue. I, I think we've moved on. We have moved on. Like we're moving on with this We are segment. right now. Bye. Thank you, Holly, for that dirt <laughs> alert. When we come back, our friend Donna's coming in. She's going to join us and solve some pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item after this. Hey, everybody, you're just doing great right now. Whatever it is you're doing, you're doing great at it. So congratulations. Keep on keeping on. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Our friend Donna Valentine has entered the chat because hey. we are going to solve some mysteries that Holly has brought for us in this segment. We call it Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Oh, baby, we got some hot celebrity gossip mysteries to solve like this one. This is confirmed, by the way. NT Lawyer would concur with the AA minus list actress who's an Oscar winner when she advised the singer to get a prenup. I would also advise the singer to do a little background check on the current status of the marriage of her betrothed. You know NT Lawyer. Mm-hmm. Always loves a happy ending, but this won't have that. Oof. You know this? Oh, yeah. Do you want to help me? Um, I can help you. Okay, so, so who just got engaged? Uh, well, Britney Spears yep. did. Yep. And do you remember when they announced it? Somebody yes. replied, make sure you get a prenup. Octavia, and then they... Octavia Spencer? Yep. Ding, okay. ding, ding, ding. ding. Oh. 
And who's she engaged to? Uh, to Sam and Sari. Ascari. Ascari. Yep, Sam Ascari. And NT lawyer believes she's going to be real surprised when she finds out that he's already married. Oh my God. Yeah, fill in that blank. So NT lawyer Mm -hmm. agrees with Octavia Spencer when she advised Britney Spears to get a prenup. Now, subsequently, side note, Octavia Spencer publicly apologized for making yeah, that comment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Entulaire would also advise Britney Spears to do a little background check on the current status of the marriage of Sam Asgari. You know, Entulaire, always loving a happy ending, but this won't have mm. that. You know, I imagine that they would run into that okay, but when here, they try just, to get married. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, a couple things. One, There's two things. One is this. I want receipts on that because mm-hmm. he always talks about NT lawyer already being married. But I will also tell you this. I, um, as a person who has uh, officiated weddings, Mm -hmm. it is actually incumbent upon the person who is officiating to do the footwork to make sure neither party is actually married. Oh, I did not know that. True. Wow. Um, So, like, that's actually like part of what you're supposed to do when they issue the marriage license. I don't know how much work they're doing on the back end Mm-mm. to make sure that the person isn't already married. Oh, really? Yeah. I would think that the that county would, be, would cross the yeah. T's and dot the lowercase J's. One would think. think, but they do make it explicit uh, that that's the job of the officiant. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. This worries me. Well, yes, it worries me as well. I just don't want her to end up with egg on her face. You know, she's been through a lot and she's going to come out looking foolish. But I agree with you. And I don't I actually think everybody would still be on her side. Yeah, because because what people would see is her being the victim of another person trying to take advantage of her. If that's all true. Yeah. Yeah. But I agree with you. You don't want to see her hurt because she's been hurt so much and she's talked about how she can't trust anybody right it's so oh. heartbreaking oh, what else you got there house more more hot celebrity yeah. gossip mysteries Ooh. try this colleen and donna no the illiterate one was not invited to the met gala no matter how much she might want to leak otherwise she will never be invited as long as the current editor is in place she likes the title presented to her by the queen Oh, mm, oh, Meghan? Meghan Markle. Yep. Ooh. Okay. And uh, and what's her face? Um, um, um. Oh God, what's the editor's name? Oh, I'll Anna Win. Yeah, Wintour. Yeah. Sorry, I felt like I just gave it right to you, and I didn't did. mean to do that. But I know who it. it was. I'm picturing her. I yeah. can see her hair. Yeah, Anna Wintour. Exactly. So fill in the blank here. No, Meghan Markle wasn't invited to the Met Gala, no matter how much she might want to leak otherwise, because Meghan Markle will never be invited to the Met Gala as long as Anna Wintour is currently in place, because Anna Wintour likes the title presented to her by the Queen, which is the DBE, the most excellent order of the British Empire. Oh, so 
She likes having that medal mm-hmm. and a win tour. Yeah. She's not going to cross the British royal family. That is interesting. Right. So oh, when you yeah. said she likes the title, I thought it was, I thought you were talking about Meghan Markle no. liked her title. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't really feel like that's that big of a deal. Oh, it's I not see. that big of a deal because right. you'd be like, well, yeah, I want to invite right. Meghan Markle to this right. party because she's, she's the Duchess of Sussex. And she's famous. Yes. And brings a lot of attention, of attention wherever she goes. That is really Do we think that the Queen is does not approve? of Meghan Markle because I was under the impression that she thought she was lovely. Well, it's not necessarily the Queen's mm-hmm. opinion, but it it's, could be the Prince. Yes, it's other people in the royal household. Yeah. Yes. Within the staff. Sure. Okay. Listen, Monarchy. If yes. the Queen didn't like wasn't fine with Meghan Markle, I would have issues with it. Because what Meghan Markle has quote done, which is nothing, is Truly, truly nothing compared to what Prince Andrew has done. Right. And he right. he Thank remains you. in her good favor. Yeah. So he's, hide, he's hiding out at mom's house Thank right you. now. Exactly. Gross. He's like, I'll buy mom a puppy. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be good. Fine. He's so weird. All right, yeah. next. Also, he's more than weird. He's gross. He's yeah. nasty. Nasty. He's very, very nasty. nasty. Uh, all right, let's move on uh, to another celebrity gossip mystery. Now, this one has to do there's a lot of words and i know some people are into mm. sports ball listening so maybe this will shed some light on okay how you consume your sports ball. okay all right the television television networks that show the nfl are in a bind as a group most of them dislike the rich guy with the messy personal life and also know he'll bid far more than any of them are capable of of to acquire a package from the nfl He doesn't care if it loses money. One of the network heads wants to bid the package up to ridiculous prices just to make the pain hurt more. But others have argued if they do that, they will have to set the bar too high for the bids for the packages they want. Okay, so I'm confused. I think I got it. Oh. I think there was talk of, uh, what's his name? The rich guy, Jeff Bezos, Mm. buying a team... When he, really he could buy the entire NFL, right? Could it be a Jeff Bezos situation? It is a Jeff Bezos yeah. situation, Donna. Donna, you were really useful, Thanks. but it's not buying a professional football team. It is buying the whole NFL. No, okay, <laughs> but he could probably do that. Right? No. Well, they're a nonprofit. It's that Amazon Prime Video is going to be the exclusive home of Thursday Night Football. Oh, wow. Yeah, starting in 2022. Wow. Yeah, and so Jeff Bezos apparently doesn't care if he's going to lose money on airing Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime. Wow, I didn't hear that. I didn't know that. Wow. Well, and that other network executives wanted to get a little vindictive with the price. Yeah. But then the other ones were like, wait, wait, wait. We might price ourselves out of all of this. Mm -hmm. If we jack up the price so much that we just because we want Jeff Bezos to hurt. Right. Because Jeff Bezos isn't going to hurt. Right. He's got his spacesuit and yeah. his cowboy He's hat fine. on. He's practiced that yeah. pose in front of the mirror He's for hours. He's gravity. He's good to go. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So just Ooh. know. I bet people are going to be mad that they have to pay for Amazon. Oh, they will be. For to sure. To watch football. But you know yeah. what? Like, I don't know. I Here's the thing. I am shocked if you don't already have an Amazon Prime That's subscription. True. That's true. Like I, there, I know there are people that are holdouts, but You're it right. really, I mean, it's very it's, popular. It's very popular. It's very convenient. You can shop. You can watch movies. You can watch Lula Rich. You can watch 
Are um, you watching Lula Rich? Haven't started it. Okay. Do I need to? Okay, here's the thing. Okay. Having been embroiled be in a conversation recently where everybody was telling me that I needed to watch something. Head lasso. Yeah, mm-hmm. and everybody was like really invested in it. And I'm like, why is it so important to you that I watch Ted Lasso? Thank you. I don't tell people that they have to watch something. Thank you. What I will tell you of Lula Rich is that it is it is fascinating and it is multi-layered okay. in ways that you aren't anticipating. I'm gonna watch it. When you go you don't you do you, Donna, and just tell it. me if you do. But when you come back afterwards, after watching it, you will it will have expanded your mind in ways that you're not even prepared for. I'm Bradley Trainer. And I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. How many episodes? Four. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll do I it. watched it in two days. I watched two episodes after work one day and two before. Okay. So easy. I'm in. You got yeah. a whole weekend. Yeah. Thanks. And you can do other things. While you're watching, you can do laundry. Okay. Yeah, because it's all in English, so you can just keep an ear well, on it. Cool. It's a it's a one eye show. It's oh, a one eye okay, show. For I can sure. knit a sweater yeah. or something. Yes, why not? You're gonna do knit my a sweater. Point. That sounds great. <laughs> uh, all right, can we do one more quickie? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Okay. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. Perhaps the rest of the members of this group knew what they were talking about when they wanted a clause in their reunion contract. That the nominal lead singer of this group be fined $1,000 per minute. She was late to each show. Now, if that were the case, she would be doing the tour for free. She did not agree to the clause. Is this Pussycat Dolls? No. Okay. Is this um, the, tell me what you want, what you that really, really want. They're called the Spice Girls. Yeah, those girls. Is it the Spice Girls? It's not the Spice Girls. Darn it. Uh, this band announced their reunion earlier this week. They're doing a series of concerts around the world, starting with this weekend, I believe. They're going to be at that wow. Global Citizens Festival. And they're ladies. Uh, there is a lady. Oh, and oh, oh, Black Eyed Peas. No. Sorry. Oh. Wrong. No doubt. Wrong. Oh, no, the Fugees. Yes to Colleen. Thank you. Yeah. I got there. I got there. I got there. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Good job. Mm-hmm. And they're saying Lauren Hill can't be on time. Yes, they're Oof. saying Lauren Hill can't be all t- on time. Now that is not gossip. That is a fact. Th- that is a fact. That is a well-known fact. You know, she is tardy to her own party yep. sometimes. There's lots of people that are like that. Madonna is like that. That's yes. rude. Rihanna is like that. No likey. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, I don't want to sit and wait around for you, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Mm. So it's good to know that in advance, though. Yes. Right. Well, you know, the other band members, perhaps it was talked about putting that clause in this contract. It didn't happen, though, because they were saying if Lauren Hill had a clause in her contract with the Fugees that she would be fined one thousand dollars per late minute. She essentially would be doing it for free because she is going to be late. She is a rock star, et cetera. So, yeah. But but they're you know, they're going back out on tour. Apparently, those concert tickets are going for a lot of money. A lot of money. I mean, I would love to see them. That would be amazing. I would too. Yeah. That would be really good. But I don't want it to be late. I want it to be on time. Me too. I like rock, I like rock and roll, but I also like going to bed at a decent I, time. I have actually, I'm missing traffic. There have been times that my <laughs> husband and I have had tickets to see something and he'll, he'll be like, oh yeah, the main act, which is the one that we want to see. Right. They're going to take the stage at like 11 and I have actually cried. 
at times. Like, I've been like, I can't do that. It's too late. I know. I know I'm a wuss, but I want to, I like sleep. I eat dinner at four o'clock. You guys, blue hair special <laughs> at the Lindstrom house. My kids ask, I'm not joking. My kids ask all the time, why do we eat dinner at 530? It's I think that's time. a normal time for dinner. Yeah, there's no eight o'clock. No, that's, that's for bedtime. when you're in college. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Donna. Thanks. (laughs) Bye. Uh, Bye. This collection or this meeting of the Granny Club is now adjourned. (laughs) When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got a publationship or a wannabe publationship that we've got to take to task. This one involves Catherine McPhee. And you know the drill. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. We'll be back next week. Holly Roberts and I are hanging out with you. Hi. And uh, on our show, we like to talk about a publationship. What is a publationship? A publationship is a celebrity relationship in service of publicity. Okay. Well, there's one that I would say is a try hard publationship. Like they've been trying to be a publationship. Actually, one side of them has for a hot minute. Um, and we don't have a name for them. Just tell us who, who we're talking about. It's Catherine McPhee and David Foster. Quite frankly, Colleen, they have not risen to the level of publicationship where they deserve a nickname. No, I agree with you. But if they had one, it would be McFoster. Fine. I mean, but I'm not saying we're going <laughs> to use like- it because they don't deserve it. They've not earned no, it. No, this, you know, this is a publicationship appreciation segment in the fact that when you see a publicationship gone wrong or a publicationship fail, it makes you appreciate the gold yes. standard publicationships like a Jonas, like a Nick Jonas, 100%. Priyanka Chopra. Like even, I would say, a Shamila, a Shawn Mendes, Camila Cabello. Yeah, I'm actually more impressed with them than I have been in a long time. So, yes. yes. I would say that Catherine McPhee and David Foster are like if you ordered a publicationship off Wish. Thank you. And it came in the mail and you'd be like, whoa, that's not what I saw in the picture. Yeah. (laughs) Well, here are some of the reasons. Let's deconstruct why. And it's just it's this particular flex of a publication. Mm -hmm. Why? Why it doesn't work. So Catherine McPhee is making headlines in page six because, well, let's face it, her publicist is probably like, look at this cute thing that Catherine McPhee did on social Mm -hmm. media. Exactly. Uh, It's on Catherine McPhee's Instagram stories. It was yesterday or Tuesday time. Yeah. What what even is time? She shared a screenshot of Catherine McPhee's text message to David Foster. Now, I'm looking at the photograph. Mm -hmm. So... In her phone, she has a picture of David Foster, herself and her baby, mm-hmm. and it's labeled husband. Right. I, I kind of... That's... Well, first of all, that's all performative right there. Uh, right? Yeah. This is, that's performance. That's a little extra. Yeah. Then we get a picture of Catherine McPhee in her underwear. Mm-hmm. Then she has it captioned, I'm an underwear model now. She sent it. This is so thirsty. I can't even. She go sent on. it to husband. Okay, because he doesn't even get a name in this. He just she just sent it to husband. Husband, husband texts back. Maybe I'll get to that. Va va voom. Oh, interesting. Hot mom. I tried you a bit ago, but you are obviously busy busy stripping. You look amazing. Wow. Ha ha. And then she replied, "Stripping indeed." 
Where are my eyes? Because they were great. I know. I'll pick them up. Don't worry. Hold on. I got to run down the hall. They're they're far away. (laughs) So, this is obvious. Catherine McPhee trying to do a publicationship flex with David Foster. Now, this whole relationship that she's had with him, that's what they've been doing. My instinct is. No, hold on. Can I just say, when you say that's what they've been doing, that's what she's been doing. Yes. Yes. Yes, Yes, Colleen. Thank you so much for pointing that out, the astute publationship watcher that you are. Mm-hmm. The, one of the reasons why this publationship fails, why we can't call them McFoster Colleen, yeah. is because this publationship is completely one-sided. It's all for the benefit of Catherine McPhee, mm-hmm. because David Foster is very successful in his own right. Yes. And he's just like, you know what? That's fine. This is cute, honey, that you want to do that. I, you know, and I'll play along a little bit because my daughters like to kind of do this thing yeah. too. And then it's all really cute because, ha ha ha, I'm a lot older than you, but my daughters are older than you or like they're the same age. Yeah. And it's fine. So, so it's I kind of know what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Like I kind of know what you're doing. It's like, sure. If this is what it takes for you to mm-hmm. get a Netflix TV show, by all means, I'll play so along. So be it. So be it. Also, this is just beyond thirsty. Well, it's so performative. Because it's performative. Yes. It's performance of a personal, intimate exchange in a way that's not natural at all. Right. Now, when you're doing a good publicationship, now there is the performance of the intimate relationship. You know, let's, for example, any number of pictures of Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra. Right. But they're not screenshots of text messages in their underwear. Right. Well, that's what you do when you can't get the other person to participate in the way that you want to. Yeah. Also, you did say stick a pin in it. I cannot get it out of my head. What if this is just all her? Oh, yeah. Texting herself. Oh, yeah. Because it would be very (laughs) easy to forge this entire experience. Absolutely. Now, that's a complete conspiracy theory. Yeah. I'm making up that story in my mind. Uh, But it works. And I'm here for it. And I think about that a lot. Yeah. I think about that a lot when people publicize their text message exchanges. Yeah. And I'm always questioning. Like, that's not a receipt. That's not a receipt necessarily. Right. Because you know that that receipt can be extremely manipulated. Right. It is a receipt if you get both, if both sides, you know, release it. Exactly. Because then you can side by side compare who said what. Yeah. But you could just get your friend. Right. To pretend to be husband, it's like, okay, we'll change your avatar to this and then just yeah. change it to that and then send me a text message or there are any number of ways. I mean, even Photoshop, for right. crying out loud. So this, no, you guys failed at the publicationship. I'm sorry, Catherine McPhee. You might be a lovely person. I have no idea. Also, like, but you failed at it. It's so obvious that she wanted us all to see her in her underwear. And congratulations. Yeah, no, she looks great. And I, and I don't want to say that she doesn't look great, but... If you're going to, I don't know, this is my bigger thing lately where I'm just like, okay, if you just wanted to show us yourself in a bra and panties, then just take a picture of yourself in a bra and panties. Like, do we don't need to do this whole performance art around it and pretend like this was anything other than just, I think I look good today Yeah, and and I want to share it with you. Look, it is 2021. If you have any shame or self-consciousness about laying a thirst trap on social media, here to tell you. That it doesn't matter anymore. Liberate yourself. If you're feeling hot and you're feeling yourself, put it out there. Put it out there because 
Goodness knows. Nobody else is going to do it for you. <laughs> That's a, Nobody's going to put on your underwear for you. It's true. Until you're, you know, until you really need help. Well, yeah. But, but, <laughs> but you know, if you want to lay a thirst trap, here to say, yes. no one is going to be judging you for laying a thirst trap. And if they're judging you for laying a thirst trap, then those people don't matter. It's true. It doesn't matter. You want to attract the people who love a thirst trap. It's true. Those are your people. Those are your people. Sorry, Catherine McPhee, you have failed in your publationship yeah. flex. Please go back to school. Try again. Thank you for playing. Thank you for playing. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is a very important holiday. It is Redhead Appreciation Day. So I'm asking you, who is your favorite celebrity redhead? I mean, Hollywood celebrity redhead. 651-641-1071. We are appreciating redheads today on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1.